Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and we're all, you know, staying self-quarantined and social distancing, but there's still a lot of things we can do at home, and we've talked about some of those things on this show, and one of those things is tying into the fact that we're kind of all become homeschool teachers, and we're looking for things to keep the kids involved, entertained, and informed, and one of those places that we loved visiting in the state, and we will continue to visit once we're able to visit again, is the Connecticut Science Center. So joining me this morning is Matt Flory, President and CEO of the Connecticut Science Center. Matt, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us this morning. How you doing? How, how are you doing right now? Uh, thanks. Uh, you know, thank God I, I'm doing well, and uh, the Science Center team is doing well, but certainly it's uh, been affected uh, very deeply by you know, this crisis. And as you mentioned, uh, the inability to open the doors and serve our community in the way we love doing is uh, frustrating, but it's the necessary and right thing to do for the safety uh, and recovery of Connecticut and uh, the families and people that we care about here. I think that's one of the things a lot of people are missing. You know, we're not just all being told to stay at home for no reason. There's a purpose to why we're staying you know, home and social distancing and trying to flatten the curve as much as we can and just stay safe. And, you know, that being said, that there's a science to that. And one thing that the Science Center is doing is still teaching about STEM and different, you know, activities that you can do at home. And there's so many things that you can take a few minutes out of your time if you're working from home and your, your child's time or your student's time if you're homeschooling. And, experience with them and there's so many things on the website what are some of the things that you guys are trying to do to keep families and children entertained and understanding that just because you're home you can still learn and have fun doing it right joe well you said so much there i mean you know the the top line is that you know if ever there's a moment to appreciate that we need to be a science-minded science-informed society this is it because no matter where you are politically or what your you know heart and your anxiety level is telling you, you're looking to science either to gauge what our actual condition is, uh, to help heal the sick, um, and to help find, uh, God willing, uh, treatments and a vaccine uh, that will make this uh, 
you know, horrible situation come to an end. And what we do every day at the Science Center is, is try to inspire people to appreciate science for its importance and significance and power and for its potential in people's lives. And as you suggest, uh, just because you're having a life mostly at home now doesn't mean you can't still think that way. So our team did a, a, just a heroic job of shifting an abundance of in-person programming and educational activities that we have done across the state and at the Science Center for hundreds of thousands of people a year for 10 years now into online formats. And those uh, range from things that are useful to teachers who are trying to teach kids remotely now to things for, you know, a family to do with the kids at home um, and entertaining noontime activity for them to watch and participate in and things of that nature. I mean, some of those things, it's great because you know, I've partaken in a few of them with my kids. There's the movie Monday or the science at play. The science at play is great because it's just a quick little thing. The kids get entertained and involved and everyone kind of has to pitch in to do what is being shown to them and displayed to them. And it's educational without really being educational forward, which I think something the Science Center has done since day one where – you guys try to teach and entertain, but not lead on to, because we all have kids, you know, if you tell them, hey, we're going somewhere to learn, they're probably not going to jump in the car and head there. But if you tell them we're going to a place where you get to play and enter interact with a lot of these exhibits, but still learn subconsciously about things, a lot of those activities that you guys are showing online do just that. And it's amazing how my children, the other one, um, last week or earlier this week was the cloud in a bottle, how to make a cloud inside oh, yeah. of an empty bottle. And it was like, we spent like two hours doing it. It was something that it took three minutes to learn, but they did it all day. And then they were trying to like, well, could we do this inside of a bigger thing? And it was just you, the learning without them understanding that the learning is just amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's the magic. And, and old guys like us are uh, having fun making lava lamps and uh, thinking about <laughs> the old days, which was another fun activity. Yeah, those have been great. And the uh, lunch bunches, which we're doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which is on Facebook Live at the Science Center's page, our team is doing a great job of showing you some of the wonderful exhibitions, which really actually translate pretty well um, uh, uh, on video with the right commentary, which our team specializes in. Uh, and, and then, you know, you can watch them do a, a discussion about one of the lizards or a snake or a turtle or something we mm -hmm. have in our collection. So that's been a lot of fun. And teachers are really, really in need of great content so that they can teach science uh, from home as well. And uh, we've been working very hard to serve teachers in that way. And I'm, I'm delighted, Joey, to hear that your families enjoyed those services. Uh, we watched the Lunch Bunch one. It had the, um, it was Rosie the Tarantula. And one of my kids does not do creepy crawly things. And he was freaked out for a little bit, but then he kind of got closer as he saw that, you know, the tarantula wasn't harming the girl. And then he got into it. And it was just one of those things where he probably wouldn't have watched that. The girl that was doing it was phenomenal. She was, you know, relaxed and informative and taking questions and answering them. And it's engaging without being there. And the staff you have does an amazing job with that. I mean, kudos to you and your staff over there for being able to pull such entertaining and informative things together so quickly it's just amazing to see everyone coming together no matter what walk of life we're in providing something that everyone needs but they didn't know they wanted at a certain time right yeah and we didn't know we'd be doing this as quickly as we've had to but it's really been very inspiring to see the team respond and I think we'll end up creating a few uh, media stars in the process because they're uh, getting some good traction on social media and I appreciate you and the station 
sharing this with your audience so they know that it's out there. They can, they can go to our website, which is ctsciencecenter.org, um, or just look for the Connecticut Science Center on Facebook, and you can find it all there. And we have a lot of the other you know, Twitter channels and things like that going on as well. I mean, it's definitely um, not how you had uh, planned your 10-year anniversary as a science center, but you're doing a great job with it. Boy, you, you've got that right. I don't, I don't think any of us realistically could have seen this coming. It's been a, a big change for all of us, but I think our community is going to get through it. It's obviously a devastating toll on families um, everywhere, and that can never be uh, minimized. Uh, but there's another side to this for the vast majority of us, and the Science Center is going to be there, and we will have learned a lot, and we will be eager to welcome back our community to the in-person experiences that uh, they value so much. And that's one of the things, you know, we'll take a step forward if we will look in the crystal ball. This is going to end. Life will resume like it once was eventually. Now, if you have to put your, I guess, CEO cap on for the Science Center, do you see exhibits that can become of this history that we're all facing. And that's one thing as a you know a parent of three kids that I've tried to instill in them. You don't understand how big this is until 10, 12, 15 years down the road. You're 30 years down the road when they have kids in school and they're learning about this. This is your time to understand that this is history being written. So is there anything that you could see, you know, in the future that exhibits or educational processes that you guys might be able to employ to help the future generations understand what we went through in this time. Absolutely. And that won't be far in the future. I would say that essentially immediately this crisis and this experience um, is a reference point, just like the weather has always been a convenience reference point for, you know, meteorological science. Um, the coronavirus crisis is a reference point for epidemiological sciences, for data sciences, for all the uh, healthcare uh, practitioners and the sciences they use, uh, for discussions about you know, what vaccines are, how they work. Um, and all of that will be you know, woven into a lot of the things we talk about at the Science Center immediately um, as part of the public education uh, aspect of the Science Center's work as a supporting member of the community through this crisis and, and past it. Uh, and I think over the longer view as well, because there's nothing like something they hit really close to home to get you to pay attention. And boy, is this it. And that's, you know, I've tried to instill in my kids that to understand that, you know, even something as simple as just writing a journal entry or starting a little diary and make a little note here and what we did. And because for us, one of our big things this time of the year is camping. The kids love getting outdoors and just experiencing. One of my kids loves insects. So when they were playing with Rosie the tarantula, he thought it was the greatest thing ever. Now he wanted a pet tarantula. But getting them to understand that, you know, even something as simple as camping has changed you know, they're going, the, the kids and the wife left this morning to head up, but, you know, it's the social interaction, the playground is closed, the pool's closed for the foreseeable future, the rec hall, the social interaction, like you said, you know, this is a point in time where so many things are going to get changed that they need to understand that. And with the Science Center, science has been around for a very long time. It's kind of what started, you know, if you want to go back to the Big Bang and we, we were watching something the other day on the Hadron Collider, and they were like, well, what does that do? And I was like, just watch. <laughs> and it's those little things. The science is everywhere. And I think that's one of the great things about the Science Center, whether we're able to go there once the future lets us again, or watching these videos at home with you know, your staff explaining things to children and families 
nonetheless, because I know adults are watching it. I am and learning and getting engaged in it, it's all full circle where, you know, you get engaged in the science, the STEM. Well, now we need a vaccine for this virus. And there's going to be things in the future that we'll need vaccines for and the medical field and just the technological other aspects of life, everyone working from home and the coding. And there's so many different things. You can take one simple little thing like this tiny virus that has infected so many people and so many populations, and it does not discriminate against anything. There's so many different fields of science that can be applied to understanding what we're going through. And you guys are doing a phenomenal job. And I want people to head over there, the ctsciencecenter.org. And like you said, the Facebook page, the website, Instagram, YouTube, you guys are doing it all to keep families and children entertained i just want to say thank you as a parent and you know it's it's great that you guys are doing this is there now is there one thing i ask a lot of my guests this is there a hidden gem that you've done during this process that you really want people to take away that when they visit you got online of course visiting really take away that what you're instilling during this time of i don't want to say isolation but social distancing well uh yeah i I think it's the fundamental reality that uh, you know we haven't lived through a widespread public health epidemic of this scale we've had them um, but not of this scale in in our generations and and i think most of the listening generations um and we're we're sitting here a world that has a you know deeply at risk of a disease for which we have no answer. And only science is going to lead us to that answer. This is the one road to a better future. And that's what science does for us in, you know, immediately urgent ways like this emergency or in all the ways we take for granted in our daily lives. Um, So that's, I think, a big takeaway. One moment I would just share and it's a little hard over the radio, Joe, but um, a thing that particularly touched me, you're, you, you've been to the science thing, you know, of our prominent location on the skyline in downtown Hartford along mm-hmm. Interstate 8491. Um, there's an overlook that's a very dramatic part of visiting the science that looks over the Connecticut River over to the east. Um, our team uh, put together, of their own volition, a big illuminated heart that's probably 10 feet tall that's in that overlook. And now everybody who comes into Hartford, it goes through seas at night. And I think it's such a beautiful emblem of appreciation for the people who are using science and caring and heart and love to heal our community. But also to celebrate the fact that science is the future and is the answer for us. And that's what our institution has always been about. But it's just more poignant and more of an imperative today than ever. And I just thought that that act by our staff of creativity um really just said that so beautifully so i'm grateful to that and that's a thing that touches me as kind of one a one thing that that i'll never forget from this well i appreciate it and again there's so many things to do at home in connecticut you know that's titled the show we're gonna survive we're gonna thrive humanity is going to continue so i appreciate you joining me again this morning sir and if people want more information ctsciencecenter.org there's the blog, which has all their activities going on. There's, you know, there's so many things. There's the science at play. There's the movie Monday. There's the virtual field trips. There's so many things going on that everyone can do at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.